Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I'm your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, we got quite a show tonight. We have four shows to talk about. We've got Quantum Leap. We've got The Ark. We've got The Mayor Fair Witches. And last but not least, we have The Last of Us. So, soon as Karen gets here, we will start crackalacking. Jamie is under the weather, so she will not be joining us. So it's just going to be me and Karen tonight. But something tells me the two of us can still talk it up. <laughs> so she should be here any moment. Oh, and that moment is now. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Doing all right. Doing better than Jamie, right? Yeah, poor Jamie is sick, huh? Uh, yeah. Apparently playing Hogwarts all day long is not good for one's head and stomach. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, I mean, she's so. sick already. it sounds like she's sick already, so I'm sorry she won't be yeah. here. Um, uh, but we will have one-third less talking tonight, I guess. On our show. <laughs> yes. Which is ironic, too, considering we actually have four shows tonight. Four shows tonight. Mayfair, Last of Us. We have Quantum Leap. What's the fourth show? Uh, the Ark. Oh, The Ark. Oh, yeah, I forgot about The Ark. I was going to watch it a second yeah. time to see if I liked it better, but I couldn't. It wouldn't have helped. To do it. It, 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 it wouldn't have helped. <laughs> It would not have helped. Yeah. And and on that note, I say we start with the arc because it's going to be quick. Oh okay, my let's god! Start like, with the arc. I'm, so, I'm going to have to pour myself some wine yeah. to talk about the arc. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, your 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 glowing recommendation before I had watched it. You know, <laughs> I just watched it today, and uh, yeah, all I said was it's I not good. Say, <laughs> I gotta say, it uh, it, it was not good. It, I uh, I think it could be good. I like the concept, but it was too much, too much, too fast. Um, figuring out how to feed everybody within the first twenty minutes, I felt like that was too quick. Which I also thought was kind of obvious too, because they focused on the kid who, uh, you know, made grew a garden in the desert. Um, oh, so it's kind of like obvious. Mar- I felt like I was watching a scene from The Martian. It was almost exactly what happened. You know, in the actually, Martian. yeah. You know, it's funny. Actually, I felt like I was watching a scene from a lot of different things. Like my my first five was actually the One Hundred season six. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was a lot like um. Yeah. I mean, the the biggest problem I think with the show is <sighs> the dialogue is. Awful. Holy the dialogue is very, very bad. I mean, the dialogue is. Um, I mean, is weak. You know, I, I'm I'm one to talk. I I I, I don't work in, in, on TV or anything, and you know, but my yeah. God, you know, and, and you know what? And I'm used to you know we all we all like the sci-fi channel shows, 
and, you know, we're used to certain things, but my God, I, I, I hate to criticize it just harshly, but so the, the dialogue, just like, like every scene I was cringing. I was like, why, who says this and acts like this? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, maybe it was because they jammed so much into that first episode. I feel like they had no so, choice but to just ramble. Yeah, I mean, uh, so uh, I agree with you. The dialogue is terrible. Part of the problem is that they have they shoved so much exposition into the dialogue, like like every single thing, and they did it in bad dialogue, right? Like so many characters gave these big dumps about like why they're on this ship and who what happened on the ship and their own specialty, especially that girl. Um, the young woman with the glasses who's in charge of, like, waste collection or whatever she's uh, in yeah. charge of, who's secretly a computer genius, right? And she yeah. has that – she's that very annoying, stereotypical, rambling girl who goes on and on and on, and they use yep. that to, like, dump exposition on us, right, um, in in most annoying fashion. Um, it really was – she was terrible. I really uh, – it looked – she was terrible. They're, I mean, they're all – um, all the characters had really bad dialogue and it was just, there was no, um, okay. So it starts out with a disaster, right? This is not a show that is like a space romp that's fun, but like there are shows, we've watched plenty of shows that are about disaster in space that are still like fun and engaging from the beginning. Right. And this was just, I mean, I didn't, none of the characters, I say this a lot with shows. I, I don't, don't know like, anybody's name. I just, I don't know anybody's name either. I don't, I'm calling them the girl with the glasses and the farmer boy and the girl with the long hair who took charge of everything. And, like, I don't remember their names either. Um, and I don't, there are people that I want to spend more time with. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Not really. That's really what it came down to for me. Um um, and then, you know, and then I was I was surprised that they killed the, the the two that are a couple that was a secret because she's his commanding officer. Um, I was surprised they killed him because I thought that was going to be you know a, a storyline with the two of them sneaking around, but apparently not. Um, yeah. You know, we had a we had a murder by the end on a character that I felt like they focused on enough that he was going to be a character and then he's yep. dead by the end of the episode. So now we have a murder mystery. Um, Cause I think it's mm-hmm. too obvious that the, the female Lieutenant killed him. Um, yep. Clearly he must've pissed somebody else off too. Um, you know, it's just like, I feel like, all right, I have no problem with them solving oxygen issue in one episode, but I didn't like that. They've already figured out the food situation in one episode. Or that, you know, I, I don't know. It's like, and that's the thing. I think there was just, there was just so, 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 so much. And like yeah. you said, the dialogue was a lot of exposition. And yeah. it, it, I mean, was, they, it, it did not feel fluid at all. No. So, I mean, I, mean, it, had I don't. Ar- Go ahead. They had that argument about, like, you know, the, the, the agriculture guy is like, I can grow food. I secretly smuggled what looks to be like at like several truckloads of soil. I don't know how he secretly smuggled all the soil 
onto a yeah. ship that is like, <laughs> seems to me that like they're talking about how the food was so carefully calculated to feed this many people for this long and then on water, but he managed to smuggle a, like two containers worth of dirt and seeds and stuff like that on. And he's like a nobody. He wasn't the, none of these people are the boss. The premise is that all no. the bosses of the ship, uh, here's a note, AJ, when we have to move to space, don't put all the boss, all the captains and officers in the same section of the ship so that when it blows up, they all die. They should sprinkle in the leadership with the rest of us, yeah. right? The premise is that all the, like, important people are dead. So how did this, like, he's basically like an intern, right, manage to smuggle several, like, all this stuff. On. Like, it just, like, it just makes no sense. Like, there's stuff that, like, is not maybe that well yeah, but they did have that argument about, like, he's like, I'm going to grow a bunch of food, and long hair girl's like, that's great. And then the other guy's like, wait a minute, it takes water to grow food, and they're like, oh, we didn't think about that. Oh, yeah, we should have talked about yeah. the water. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's, like, a little bit of something interesting there, but it wasn't executed well. Like, that battle over the resources could be a source of tension for the whole show if it was done well, right? But you're right, they figured it out yeah. pretty much in episode one how they're going to feed everyone. Basically, with a pep talk. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Like I said, I don't remember anybody's names. Um, it's just I, I'm going to say it again. Just too much thrown at us in one episode, and like, and it's not even not even the exposition part of the dialogue. Just the dialogue in yeah. general. It was very. I don't know what it was like. It just. It, it the whole thing put me off, but it was like at the same time I was like you know I I was enjoying the concept you know and and yeah. everybody is a stereotypical character I mean I mean so far at least I mean the, the female lieutenant you know she's she's the aggressive um, person that's like I don't want to be the leader but I'm going to be the leader because I'm, I'm the most qualified you know and her reasoning makes sense because like she said, the other two lieutenants are, have specialties and they don't know the whole ship like she does. So yeah, logically speaking, it does, but the way she came off was awful, you know? Yeah. And then you have the angry guy, the, the angry guy who wants to be, you know, Lieutenant who wants to be in charge, but knows he can't be because he's not qualified enough, you know? So he's, he's going to be the always angry guy, you know? Right. Yeah. And then you got the guy with, then the, you have the guy with the accent lieutenant. He's, you know, he's going to be the, uh, I'll do the best I can, but I'm kind of useless other than what I know type of guy, you know. And yeah. just, <laughs> you know, then you got the, the, the hero 4-H kid. And like you said, the, the, the nerdy brainy girl who was working with, you know, uh, sanitation and is now in charge of everybody's oxygen. You know, yeah. then the, the kid that got the kid that got stuck in the infirmary, um, he's able to bypass the, the security doors when nobody else can. Um, so he, uh-huh. I get the feeling he's not who who he thinks he is. You know, and of course the guy the guy that that faked his way on there and talked about how he knows there's other people that faked their way on there. So yeah. it's just gonna be there's gonna be a lot of yeah. people not being who we think they are. Um, Right. And just lots of stereotypical type characters that they, you know, they're, they're, they feel more like caricatures than people. Well, and, and like stock, like they're not, like we can't remember their names because none is, indistingu- they're indistinguishable from the next person, right? Like they're all like, right. 
they're all the best and brightest. They're all the smartest. They're all super capable. They all can figure this out. They're all, you know, then we have everybody's trying to, like, get ahead and be in charge. We clearly have, like, you know, these the three. Somehow there's a triumvirate that appointed themselves in charge. Um, well, they're, uh, they're the three senior and, and they're officers all, on the ship. That's why. <laughs> I know, but they're uh, – and they're all, like – Okay, they're all like generically good looking, which also makes it hard for me to tell them wow. apart. In fact, your article, um, which, which was a review of the entire season, uh, said that it, that the arc is a singles bar in space. Because <laughs> um, they're all, you know, they're. I mean, I guess the, what they're supposed to. I mean, they were all. They're all not only smart, but like genetically superior, because I guess they're supposed to populate this new planet when they get there or whatever, right? Um, yeah. I also I know that I, I know that you know we watch a lot of sci-fi shows that don't always have a big budget, and we we can be okay with that, right? But I felt like the spaceship looks like very generically like every spaceship set in every like kind of indistinguishable sci-fi movie or show that we've seen, right? It's the typical white, like the entire thing is sort of white and gray, and like it like like like. It's not visually distinguished, and the story is not distinguished from others either. It, this this was really kind of blah, right? I, I don't expect yeah, it, it, like the visual effects that I that I just saw in the Expanse the last couple of seasons, right? But yeah, I expect no. like a little bit of like non not just so generic, like just looking like whatever, right? Um, um, it, it felt I mean, like a lot of shows thrown together you know i i saw things from the 100 and you know and i i mean i get it it's 2023 there's lots to draw from you know and there's going to be you're going to be inspired by different things and everything but i really feel like it, it, it so i mean it's one episode but it, i feel like it didn't have its own story it looked like it just pulled pieces from other you know well-known stories the 100 the martian um there was something else that reminded me of um Oh, you know what reminds me of? That movie right Passengers has been on TV nonstop lately. Yeah. That movie where yep, that Chris, which Chris is it? Pratt wakes up and it's like everybody's the only guy Pratt. on the ship and they don't know what happened. Yeah. Pratt, Chris Pratt. One of the Chris's. Um, it, like it reminds me a little bit of that also. In fact, it's kind of like the ship kind of looks like that. But the idea of waking up and, and the ship's broken and you don't know what happened, right? Um uh, I mean, there was, there was it, another it is, show that it reminded me of, and I can't think of that. I, so hmm. this show is made by the guys who made, um, uh, not Stargate. Who, who, who are the two guys that make the art? They're two guys that Stargate, right? They're the guys from Stargate made this show. Okay, um, if you say so. Uh, I think they're. Oh, you yeah, know, I think Star... I think I remember Jamie saying that. Yeah, yeah Star, I think you're Which right. I never... Stargate. I never, I never really watched Stargate. Like I've seen a couple episodes of Stargate or whatever, but it kind of surprised me that this show came from those guys who like know something about making a sci-fi show that yeah. can last for a while, right? And that has pretty, yeah, like, I mean, like the characters kind of like I can picture all those characters in my head right now, and I don't even watch the show, right? Um, yeah, like I saw the original Stargate movie, but I never saw any of the TV shows and spinoffs, but I can, I've like, it's been on in the background in syndication, you know, through the years, like in the background yeah. on TV for me, but it's actually yeah. funny because I can actually picture like 
some of the different people that were in the shows, <laughs> but but I couldn't tell you anything about the characters on the TV show I just watched tonight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just like watched it. it. They're, like they're I all, just watched it a week ago. They're indistinguishable. Yeah. Um. Now. Now, has, do you know if Jamie's watched ahead or if she's only seen? I think Jamie has watched ahead because I'm pretty sure I recall okay. Jamie telling us on this show that it started off kind of slow, but it got better. Although when we texted this week, she's like, yeah, it's not good. And to be fair, there are a number of um, outlets have seen the whole, you know, like a, a number of um, right. bigger outlets have, have put out like season more. Uh, I think the first four were released to critics and a number of outlets ha- mm-hmm. have said that, like they have said that it does get better. Nobody says it actually gets to be really good, Right. I think I think they saw four of I think it's twelve right, and that it does get I, I don't know. Bit, that it does get better, um, but it might not never it might never get it's not gonna be great. I don't necessarily expect it to be great, but I want it to at least be fun, right? Yeah. And I think yeah. none of these none of these um, characters are really. On. Like they're all sort. Of, I mean, there's not one that I was really like, you know. I, okay, I guess the, you know, I guess we. I, I was like, who am I rooting for here? I wasn't sure. Like the woman who, the woman who's like, she's Eastern European or Slavic, and she wears a kerchief on her head all the time. I don't really know why. Um, uh, and her boyfriend who she smuggled aboard. Like I was like, oh, are they the people that are going to be? We're going to sort of get behind because they're like, you know, like. I mean, it seems to me like the people with the bad jobs are, like, the real people, although they're all geniuses also, right? Right. Or is this girl who's trying to, like, run the ship, um, lieutenant, whatever her name is. Uh, and then there are some really horrible people, like like that guy who gets murdered. Like, you're right. Like, he he like he, he was a stowaway. He, like, he bought somebody else's ticket, basically, and smuggled himself aboard, right? And was yeah. – and was – pretending to be somebody else, and then that almost causes a big problem when they have nobody to fix their ship. And I, I'm surprised. I figured he was the guy that you would have to keep alive because whatever, right? Like, he's gone. I was, so he's not the guy we're going to get behind. Nobody, that horrible woman who tried to take a shower, I don't know what her deal is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or I, she, how she got she reminded me. She, re, she reminded me of Shannon. Shannon on. Seven on Lost. <laughs> yeah. First season of Lost. Yeah. 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 She's very. I don't know. Even know what her job is. Like supposedly, every single person on the ship has like a very specific job and a. Yeah. And uh, whatever. I don't know how. I, but. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, I, I guess. I mean. If if the you know the future episodes if they focus on like you know a, a couple people each episode going forward, I could see how it could get better because it won't feel so jammed. But I mean, in this episode, we yeah. met every single main person. We, we met just about every main character. That was I would kind say of too that much they're going right? to focus on. Maybe we sh- maybe we and that's, yeah, and that's too much. When yeah. you have an ensemble cast like this and you try to say, all right, these are all the people you need to pay attention to in one episode. There's a way to do it. And there's a way not to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, um, yep. It's like, when like they it, it was like everybody. Every single, yep. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, yeah. even when 
even and speaking of Lost, even when Lost did it, it was a two-hour premiere. So you had a little more time to kind of spend a little time with yeah. all your main people. Yeah. But I don't even think, and, we didn't even, I, and even Lost, we did not meet all our main cast in the first episode. Oh, and, and you know, also when you have big, and we didn't, on Lost or many other ensemble casts, you don't need to learn every single thing about every person in the first episode. Right. Like people can be a, yeah. like, part of, part of what the characters are going through is meeting each other and trying to, like, suss each other out, right? And and that's what the right. audience is going through. And so, like, could they, maybe when it settles down and they don't have to all be, I don't know, like, trying so hard to, like, tell us everything about a character, maybe they can be, you know, a little... Yeah, a well, little you know, and I mean, like... Enjoyable. The, the, the really smart girl uh, with the glasses. Yes. You know, she she runs into the 4-H kid, so we get, you know, so we see the two of them, and then she just happens to be one of the three possible people that can save everybody's life. Really? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it's just, it's all too easy. I think that's, you know, yeah. all the people we've met are always going to be able to solve every problem they have. I just feel like, you know, yeah. in the first episode, we have the two two people on the lowest, you know, lower rungs of the ladder have saved the day. Mm-hmm. In one episode, I mean, granted, we yeah. don't know how this whole food situation is going to work itself out, but, but I mean, not for nothing. I wish they had food situation in the first episode. Hey, we're all going to starve. Oh, never mind. No, we're not. And yes, the water uh, is yeah. a little bit of a problem, but I feel like they're going to re- be able to repurpose the uh, the water that they were going to put on the new planet. Um, you know, at least at some point, obviously, because you know. Yeah. Otherwise, not yeah. gonna, the show's only uh, yeah. not going to make it a full season. I mean, it, you know, it might figuring out the whole that whole food problem in the first episode. It, it could be that they're going to have like a, a episode, a problem of the week, right? The case of the week is like, how do we solve this thing? How do we solve right. that thing? Like, maybe that's where they're going with this. But they're going to have a new thing they got to deal with every week and try to figure out. I do. Here's my other piece of advice for the government: if you're listening, when we go to space. It would be helpful if the colony got to meet each other before they – it's only 400 people. Like, why didn't they spend, like, a couple weeks together uh, being like, yeah. hey, AJ and Karen, you're going to work together in agriculture. You should meet each other in case you accidentally wake up in the middle of the, sh- of the journey, and, right? Like, what? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's an artifice. Uh, if, if they don't – I mean, that's a – that's part of the premise that they don't know each other. They don't trust each other. They have to learn to rely on each other, that whole kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So, so far the characters are not, they're overly, overly broad, right. They're like, they're like stereotypical characters or they're types or tropes. And the acting is not, um, Look, sometimes I don't want to criticize. I don't like to always criticize actors because that's mean. And sometimes in a pilot, people haven't found their character yet, and the acting sometimes gets better after the first episode as actors inhabit their character a little more. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that that's going to improve. Also, how can I blame an actor for not doing the job with that crap dialogue they had to deliver in this episode? It's nobody's <laughs> fault, right? <laughs> we know who the fault is, and it's Actually, not the actors. I, I, was re- I was reading an article the other day um, 
it was something like 20 great actors that couldn't save these lines. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it was like, you know, cer- mm-hmm. certain lines, that some of these actors, you know, actors have had to say in movies and the line was just so bad. And no matter how good the actor was, it's just, you can't do anything with, with dialogue sometimes. Uh, I, so, I read we'll a similar article today. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'll watch another week of it. I'll watch another episode, probably because there's not that much on right now, and we have I have time to maybe watch. You know, it's not like we have six or seven shows yeah. like we sometimes do in peak season. So I'll give it another week, partly because nothing else is on. Not much is on. But I, I don't see this show, you know. I mean, look, I don't like the Mayfair Witches, and it's better than this show right now. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yep. All right. So we'll give it anything else about it. We both wouldn't like it. Jamie, no, I Jamie think, didn't really, yeah. sometimes, sometimes Jamie's the, the, the voice that Jamie cuts shows a little slack sometimes more than we do, but Jamie in her text message, yeah. she was like, yeah, it wasn't good. You Not know what? Honestly, actually, I, actually, uh, I, I know I shouldn't do this, but I'm making one more comparison. And you might agree or disagree, but I think Moonhaven might have been better than this, at least by the first oh. based on the first episode. Well, Moonhaven, I mean, that was some, you know, I hated the dialogue because I just hated the language that they put in those people's mouths. But the actors committed to it. I'll give them that, right? Like, I enjoyed the cast. Um, and I can't remember all the characters' names, but I could always be like, I knew the actors' names. Moonhaven was, I mean, and Moonhaven, okay, they had some more money to spend, right? But Moonhaven might have been better than this. Yeah, this was not a good first episode. Yeah, so, all right. But multiple it's outlets not, say yeah. it gets better. So let's give another week. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. Uh, let's move on to Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. So I have some issues with this week's episode. Um, really? Yeah. What are your I issues? Do. Well, my issues are not related to really the subject matter. Like the storyline was that um, uh, Ben jumps into the body of a basketball coach slash father of uh, his daughter is trans a trans um, girl. Um, And it's the, what is it? It's like 2012 or something. And so. Yeah, I I missed the year. I think it was 2012. I think I saw it said 2012. Um, And, you know, things are not, I was going to say like trans people are not as accepted in society as they are now, but that's not even fair to say because trans people really have a lot of like challenges and are not, you know, really, to say that they're openly accepted right now is not. Um, and so I don't really, so look, I don't, look, I don't mind that they chose to do a story about that. It, it, it had a little bit of an after school special, like a very special episode of quantum leap kind of thing going on with it. Right. But, but what really bothered me about it is just a deviation from the rules of what the show should be. And, and like, my main – like, this was not an episode about Ben's song. This was an episode about Gia. 
and it was all about what G is the central character of this, and it's all about what G is going through in a way that is more so than any other episode. And they really lost me. There's a scene when when Gia runs away from home and she and she goes to see her counselor, um, who who right her her person from her group that she goes to or whatever, and they shoot a little basketball mm-hmm. and they talk or whatever, and then Gia decides to go home. And what really bothered me about that is I just don't feel like we should see, see we should know more than Ben knows. Like I feel like we should be seeing scenes where Ben is present and Ben knows what Ben knows and we know what Ben knows. And for a character to go off and have her own thing going on, I feel like it's, it's outside kind of the rules of the show. And in the end, it was this woman who convinces her like not to run away. And it's not Ben who really makes the difference which is what every episode is supposed to be, is like Ben fixing it and changing it, right? So that's really where my problems are with this episode, that, that in, 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 in doing this like very special episode, which is fine, they broke the model in a way that doesn't make sense to me. Does that make sense That to you? I agree with. No, it makes perfect sense, and that I agree with. And that was the one thing I thought about. I was like, Ben didn't really do much this episode other mm-hmm. than accidentally put her in and get the ball rolling. Ben actually yeah. created an accident and started it. Um, I like the I, – I, honestly, this might be one of my favorite, if not favorite, episodes of the season because I feel like this is the first episode that really spent time in the leap. You know, I mean, yeah, we still had stuff going yeah. on in 2022. Yep. But this is yep. the type of episode I've been I've been I've, this is the type of episode I've been waiting for. This is the type of episode I remember from the original show. You know, this is the type of episode mm-hmm. where they really did a deep dive into something like this, and it shouldn't take something like you know something that's very prevalent in today's world, with you know all the struggles that transgender have to go through, for to get this type of episode. They could. It, we've talked about it before. There's been episodes, you know, a, a black uh, guy and a white woman dating in the 70s, which isn't a new, you know, it happened all the time, but it was still a thing, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and they kind of glossed over it. So I really hope that we get more episodes like this from them um, because this is, this is what I like. I, I like when, you know, I feel like the, when uh, the original show was on, they really researched a lot of the stuff they did. Um, in the past episodes and everything, you know? And don't get me wrong, a lot of those episodes mm-hmm. were just fun or quirky or they were just, you know, kind of run-of-the-mill. But when you hit an episode like this, it, it just leaves you wanting more because this is an opportunity to go back and, and, and bring things up that, even if they're not relevant now, to, you know, kind of like, you know, this, this show, the point of this show isn't to make people aware of things, but when you hit those notes, do your job, you know, do a good job and and make people aware, you know, it's not your goal, but there's nothing wrong with adding a little, you know, getting it in there and making people think about shit and being like, you know what, (laughs) you know, think about, Hey, look how times have changed. Look how times haven't changed. Um, But I do agree with the part about Ben not really doing much in this episode, um, which is kind of ironic because you were complaining doing too much. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as you're saying, you've been waiting for this ep- for an episode where they really got into the story. And as much as we like what's going on in 2022, 23, 
it has been taking easily a third to a half of the episode every time. And you're right, you've, you've brought that up consistently. We've talked about it. Um, and as much as they, like, delved into it, like, on the original show, like, 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 Sam had more to do. Ben didn't have that much to do. Ben didn't really, like, you know, Addison's like, oh, my God, she's going to run away. She's going to die, blah, 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 which is bad, and we don't want that to happen. Um, but Ben doesn't really – in fact – I mean, I appreciate the way the wife was kind of scolding Ben and schooling him, and that was partly for the benefit of us as the audience to be learning something, right? This episode has a, I mean, has a has a message and a purpose. This episode more than some other ones do, but this really was like Ben learning stuff. But we didn't really like. I Ben is not. I don't know. He didn't. He didn't really. He didn't really do that much wrong. Like he, okay, he's not a parent, and he doesn't have this kind of experience, and he didn't do everything right. But he, he, he like had that kid's back from the jump. Like he never, did he really make mistakes? Uh, like we just didn't really see him do anything. He didn't try and do something wrong. He didn't. You're right. Like the like Sam used to like do more, and so the original show did have sort of a progressive and activist kind of bent a little bit sometimes also, right? Like Ben jumped into black people and into women in different times. I mean, we've complained about that also that when Ben jumps into a woman in 1980, we don't really see, or we've seen him be a black man in the thirties yet, but whatever. Right. Like I have complained more than you have that we don't see Ben really having the experience that those people do in their lives. Oh, I, I I haven't complained about it as much, but I definitely agree with that. I mean, that was part, part of the, you know, that was yeah. the great thing about the original. Yeah. So, I mean, this so this is sort of in that tradition in that, like, they're bringing, like, that show, the original show always brought, like, different people's experiences. Um, I liked the actress who played the wife. I liked the actress who played Gia. I liked pretty much everybody who was in it. Um, we remember their names, which we don't from the arc. Um, I just, yeah. Like, <laughs> to me, it was overshadowed a little bit, like, by this execution of Ben not having anything to do and not, and, and there being scenes where Ben is not present. Like, I just, I really just don't think the viewer should know things that Ben doesn't know necessarily. Like, I don't really feel right. like that is something we see very often on this show, right? Um, um, I, I did have another problem with the episode, and, and this is yeah. the whole, as a, as a series as a whole, they seem to have retconned what happened. Like, it's pretty official now. Um, they seem to have retconned what happens to the person he leaps into in the original series. Um, Sam actually asks Al at one point, what happens to those people? And he's like, Oh, they're in your body uh, in whatever year they originally were. Oh yeah. You know? They switch with you. Supposedly they switch. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're in the waiting room. Um, I mean, and there's even an episode with Dr. Ruth um, where he jumps into Dr. Ruth's body and she's, in Sam's body and she's Al a therapy session and he, come, you know, like makes his breakthrough on why he's such a womanizer, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah. for, with this show, magic has said it. And now, uh, uh, Dottie, was that the, uh, Dottie. the woman that 
Dottie, yeah. yes. The poet. Um, the woman from the poet Dottie says the same thing. Dottie, said, Dottie says she has lost time. Now, mm-hmm. did they re- my thing is, have they retconned it? Or are they going to eventually explain that the people go to the waiting room, but then they uh, – they lose their memory of that time, and that's why they have they have, you know, dead time. Um, well, yeah, I mean, them going to Sam's body like never could make any sense or really work out storytelling wise because Sam would be walking around doing right like that never was gonna the waiting room narratively can make more sense. Right. Right. And you just, but now the sense of lost time, like you didn't go, you just like, you lost time and you don't really remember any of it or, um, so yeah, Dottie's the second person that we've, only the second person that we've seen, right? That we've so heard Magic yeah. has said that and now Dottie has said that and Dottie's the only person, um, and then there's this huge reveal, um, that the person Dottie sees is Ian and, you know, yeah. is Ian going to become a time traveler in the future and travel into Dottie's body? Um, and of course there's that moment well, where, it... you know, Addison, Addison took, uh, Addison's like, Oh, you know, Addison, I can't believe that Addison broke this huge protocol. It's like, come on, Ian, you want to come in? You want to see? Like, what the hell? I'm sorry. I know he told you his, his difficult story, which is not really that difficult. Like, you know, um, Ian's story of of Ian's own like transition, and Ian's a little bit different. Ian, Ian's like a non-binary person, I think, right? Right. Um, yeah. But Ian also, much like Gia, has loving parents who are very supportive, and and doesn't have the kind of horrible situation that many people do in in the real world, which is fun. We don't want to see that. That's not what this show is about. This show is not a show where we're going to see like you know. Um, uh, a really terrible um, version, but but like that sad story moves Addison so much that she's like, okay, let's just like break every single rule and come on in here. What? Like that's crazy, right? These are all like like these are all highly skilled, super intelligent scientists, really. Everyone, and she was in the military. And it just seemed really out of character, but th- that's the show, right? The show is not – the show is the show. So maybe that's – Ian is going to somehow become a jumper, either through that or well, – I mean, at first I, I think, was a little blown away. Yeah. Go ahead. You're blown away. I'm not blown away. At first I was a little like, what? It's Ian? Is Ian going to become a jumper? But then I was like, oh, well – that doesn't mean Ian became a jumper right now. Like Ian could become a jumper in ten years and have jumped back well, in the past yeah. into Dottie's body, right? Well, like it could happen. Timelines being what they are, it could happen any time in any way. Well, you know, it's it's funny actually because last week we were like, you know, when she's like, "I'll give you the name of the person who told Ben that you were going to die," and we're like, "Well, it can't possibly be anybody we know." And then you know, and then we're like, right. "Oh, this Dottie person," you know. And then we find out that Ian is the person that leapt into her. And I was like, okay, so it is somebody we know because I hadn't thought in that process. So basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ian at some point, Ian at some point in the future, starts leaping, and he gets a moment where he can, you know, leapt to a time period when he could tell Ben, hey, we got a problem, you know, 
we got a problem. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that means we can trust yeah. Ian. But it's the same thing. But it, it's it's a very but tricky situation we? because, well, in theory. But it's a tricky situation because you can't tell him any of this because him knowing could change events and then he doesn't do it. Yeah. So it's all, yeah. and that was something I appreciated uh, in this episode. I like when they were, um, when she was talking to Ian initially, uh, Addison, and they're talking about Gina, and he's like, oh, my God, she's a legend. And she's like, what are you talking about? She, you know, he's like, oh, my God, she won that game, and that changed everything. And and yeah. Addison's like, that's not what, that's not the original timeline. Oh, yeah. So I, I like that. awesome. I like that. I like that part. I like that, too. When we got to finally that you see. you can see the changes happening in real time. See the butterfly effect. Like, in their time, yeah. Um, So I was going to mention to you that, and I had read this earlier today, that the actress who plays Dottie uh, wrote this episode. Mm. The actress who plays Dottie is like a a trans advocate and and a, um, like an activist and a writer and has been in a whole bunch of, like an actress has been in a whole bunch, like did an episode of Transparent, was in the show on Hulu, like has done a bunch of stuff. Um, and wrote, um, and that might be why it's a little bit different, but I, while I'm talking to you, I pulled up this article from comicbook.com where, um, this actor, her name is Shakina Nafak, and she confirms that the waiting room is, does not exist in the new version. And the quote is, I think the waiting room is dead. Uh, the waiting room is quantum loop of the 80s and 90s, and we have a different way of expressing what happens. And so the lost time, I guess, is a little. So, is it retcon? Is it a new understanding? Is it a different way of describing it? But she says in this interview, the waiting room is not what they're doing. Well, it's def- it's, it's absolutely a retcon then, because I mean, yeah, we we visually yeah. saw the waiting room in the original show. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, the waiting room was real. So that's all right. Kinda, I mean, I we like the idea of the waiting room. Uh, yeah, I, did I mean, too. why, why wouldn't you? And granted, this is the person who wrote one episode. This is not the showrunner saying this, right? This is the person who wrote one episode. Right, but it's, but, but the the lines that we've gotten from this, you know, they, they've kind of been leaning that way this whole time. You know, per, and, yeah. and I, I kind of don't, I like the waiting room idea because in this aspect with the lost time, it kind of feels more like possession. <laughs> right? Yeah. It, 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 it's kind of almost creepier. Like, yeah, it's, it's a lot creepier. Place, and, and you were like, just you get like, pushed aside. You room, right? Like, like the yeah. waiting room wasn't just like sitting there in a chair, like, like mindlessly right. doing nothing. Like the waiting room, they were like, um, talk, you could talk and stuff. Right. Um, yeah. It, it is like, you're kind of like, and it makes me think of like other shows where we or movies where a person is possessed for a while. Sometimes they're like, "Oh, I could see it, but I couldn't like do anything about it. I could see it happening, but I had no control." Like when you talk about like two consciousnesses in the same body in in different types of horror or science fiction or whatever, right? This does seem to be like a full possession where the I mean nobody ever talks yeah. like like. Look, then weeks away, and you never see the person again, and we don't know what they go through. Right. Um, but in an ironic Magic, twist, the only person we know who's yeah. who's grappling with post post. And now Dottie. So he, 
<laughs> and now Dottie, yeah. I mean, uh, so I wonder if Dottie will, so I guess that Dottie will be in another episode. Like, Dottie is not going to just be gone, maybe, right? Like, like there's no way that Dottie, like, produces these pictures of Ian, and then the ne- next week they're just like, oh, we confiscated these pictures, and we'll go on with our show. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we definitely see Dottie at least one more time. Yeah. So. But I mean, all, all, all in all, much as I compl- the episode, yeah. about stuff. overall, the episode is very uh, good. I like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the, you know, the, our, our complaints are, are small. It just, you know, we just talked a lot about them. <laughs> they're not complaint like complaints like, oh, my God, I can't believe this show. You know, they're just the little nit that we have. Yeah, things that we'd like them to. And I just, seem yeah, to be I just hope we get correcting some of more them episodes like this. Along. Yeah. More like, like this, but fixing the thing where I just, I, it really bothers me to see scenes that Ben is not a part of. Right. Yeah. Because I just think problems. we shouldn't know more than he knows. Yeah. Um, little problems. Yeah. I mean, it's good. This show is pretty good. I, I'm I'm not sure I expected it to be this good. I think you and I maybe both were like, "Oh, they're making Quantum Leap. That's a bad idea." Yeah. When I first heard that, I was not on board. <laughs> but then, well, right. at first it was originally supposed to be it was originally supposed to be a reboot. And then when I heard it was going to be a yeah. revival, I was like, okay, now I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm better. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So unless you have something else, we can move on to the nope. Mayfair Witches. The Mayfair Witches. Um, this episode takes place while Cyprian and Rowan are trapped inside the Mayfair house. Yeah. Um, Uh, so we have the whole, so I still don't understand or care what's happening in Scotland. Like what is going on in Scotland? Scotland? So, uh, the ancient people that begin, isn't that Scotland? You remember, oh, you know oh, 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 wow. Sorry. Sorry. I forgot only- about Suzanne. Yeah. Oh my God. That Yeah. I, I you know, I, blo- I blocked it out. Is that in the book? Is that in the book? The books? Not like that. You get history, okay. but not like not not the not the way they're doing it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, it's not adding anything to the modern day story at all. Um, it's like I said last week, where if you want to give me half of an episode that's all about the flashback. I'm I'm better with that than these little pieces that we keep getting. Yeah. So aside yeah, from that, not, what did you think? Um, I didn't like this episode. I, I I really didn't like this episode. I feel like this show has a problem with um, uh, pacing and with. Um, giving us information and with people talking to each other and explaining stuff. And like, I just, I, I, I just don't understand how this network did what I felt was a really good job with you with the vampire. Granted, I'm familiar with the, with the original 
intellectual property, but and they're doing like I think of not a they're making a show that I don't like. I I don't. They're not making me. I know that you've said that. Look in the book, Rowan is like she's not the most likable heroine, right? Like she's she's flawed. Um, I, I didn't like the whole like. Um, I guess one thing I really didn't, that bothered me a lot was when she's like, "Okay, Lasher, let Cyprian go, and I'll do whatever you want." And I'm like, "Oh, that, what a trope! The woman like she's gonna sacrifice herself to let the other person go free. Like what?" Um, I didn't. I didn't like the the way it started with the whole dream sequence with sex, them having all that sex and being like trapped and again. Like, they're trying. I just I just felt like why are you trying to fake us out? Like I was insulted at them trying to fake us out in the first five minutes. I was like, wait, did I miss an episode? They're in love. They're having sex. What? And then after like ninety seconds, you're like, oh, they're trapped. It's a dream, right? It was so obvious, and I was just like, it just felt kind of like a cheap attempt to fake us out, and and not the best. Uh, maybe it happens in the book. Maybe Aunt Rice writes it better. Um, I don't know. What did you think? I, I'm not, let me, you talk and I'll try to gather my thoughts and be more articulate. I absolutely loved nothing about this episode. Oh. <laughs> you faker. Oh my God. Why adapt it? No reason. No reason. You're writing your own show. You're using characters from a book and the concept, and you just wrote your own show. Was the worst episode. I did not like it at all. Um, Even as, even if I had never, I mean, you didn't like it, and you haven't read the book, okay? So I guess Mm -hmm. I would probably have some of the, you know, if I tried to separate it, the, like you said, it starts off with a fake out. Two episodes in a row. Two episodes in a row, they start with those two having sex. Last week, it was uh, – she was having a dream. This week, I, it was so uneven. Like, I thought, oh, my God, they're doing another dream sequence. I'm like, wait, yeah. where's his scar? He got stabbed. We're skipping – like, what is going on? And then I realized, okay, they're stuck in the house. And so were they in her head – was like it was so uneven. Like he couldn't just trap them in the house. Like that's not possible. You know that that's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it's really hard for me because I I've read the books and I'm trying. You know, based on what the show's showing us, apparently Lasher has lots of power and able to lock people into a house and suspend people in midair. And I'm not sure what was happening with the other sister in the bathtub. She's a ghost. She was like phasing in and out. She was a ghost the whole time. Okay. I think, right? I, did, I totally she missed was, that. I think she was a, and, I think she was a ghost oh, the can, whole time, but she's kind of tied to Carlotta, and she can only live, gotcha. exist while Carlotta exists. And he, he, he can teleport people because he waved his hand, right. and Cyprian disappeared and ended up back in his apartment. Cyprian was physically at the house last episode. Yeah. Yeah. So last year, I thought it was going to be on the powerful. sidewalk. I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought he was going to out of the house. I thought it'd be on the sidewalk or something. He's home in his apartment. What the hell? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like when he whipped him out, I thought, okay, he whipped him out of the dream, 
but then it turns out it's not a dream, that she actually is in the house and stuff. Like, I really, really, really was confused. And mm-hmm. it just, none of it made any sense. And it pissed me off because I really thought after what happened last week, I knew where they were going to go with it. And they didn't. Um, they went a completely different direction. Um, they're making, I mean, all right. So in the book, Rowan is not your typical heroine. Um, she's, yeah. fl- like you said, she's flawed. She's not an extremely likable person. Um, about the only thing they got right so far from the book is she, yeah. she is, she is very promiscuous. She is very sure of herself. Um, you know, as, as, you know, surgeon mentality goes. Um, Mm-hmm. But in the book, you're rooting for her and Michael. You're rooting for them, you know, because Michael's Michael, a great guy. Is Michael, the Michael in the book is is one half a Scipion. Scipion is yeah, one, combination a mashup. combination of Michael and Aaron Leitner, who is Aaron Leitner is the Talamasca guy in the book. Michael is okay. a, is a contractor. Um. Okay. And. So in the book, you're rooting for these characters. I'm not rooting for her and Scipion because I don't see anything with them. It's like, I, you know, I can kind of, you know, he, like, fell in love. He's, he's in love with her, which is why Lasher is mad at him, which that part rings true. Lasher is very jealous when anybody has affection mm-hmm. for the witches he's bound to. Right. But the way they're portraying this, like, I don't understand I, I just I, don't understand what they're trying to convey to us because, and how, how, I don't understand how it getting better ratings than um, the interview did interview. and, and get me going wrong. Either. I had a couple, I had a couple problems with interview with some of the stuff I did, but at least I could get past that stuff and it worked for what they were showing us on the screen. This is all over the place. Like this episode I, I, was just for me, bad. For me, Rowan and Cyprian being in love happened too quickly, and I didn't see it. I didn't see the spark on the screen, and and like Lasher's Lasher's um, insecure about Cyprian because he and Rowan are like I guess they're supposed to be in love. I, I like it would be okay but for how? me. I would and why? That, right, <laughs> and it would be okay for me to think that Lasher would be intimidated just by their attraction to each other. If they had just showed them being attra- like attracted, I could see Lasher not liking that. But but I felt like the the show like accelerated to them supposedly being in love like a little too fast yeah. for me um, to be Absolutely. able to believe it. Right. Um, also, I think um, you you're right the way you're talking about Lasher's power um, being out of out of whack with what he did. So like. Lasher was able to possess a man to strangle. Oh no, he possessed the guy after he strangled the guy who strangled Deirdre. Then afterwards, Cyprian possessed him. Right? Cyprian can possess people. Um, I didn't really understand why it was so important to Lasher that Rowan had to kill Carlotta herself. As I understand it, the danger that Carlotta poses to Lasher is simply that she wants to kill Rowan. Like, Carlotta wants to kill Rowan to put an end to Lasher's reign of terror, right? Like, her, like if Rowan dies, that's the end of it, because she has no daughters for Lasher right. to bind to, right? 
So Carlotta right. wants to kill Rowan for that. And many other, like, she's messed up woman. But, like, isn't there a better way for, isn't there an easier way for him to kill Carlotta than to try to force Rowan to do it? If it's about, yeah, if he wants I Rowan. Same thing. Right? Right? If he wants Rowan to do it herself for other reasons, those are not clear from watching the show. No. I just, I just, this episode, like, you know what, screw it. In the book, see, where I thought this was going to go, after Cyprian gets stabbed, I thought it was, you know, we were going to, next episode, we were going to start with Rowan realizing she can heal people, too. In the book, Rowan can, Michael, yeah. Rowan can, yeah, she cannot, she can't just kill people, she can save people with her mind voodoo. Her power is kind of similar to her medical like ability. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Her power is probably what makes her a great doctor. Exactly. She could have gone into, you know, into Michael or Cyprian and she could have healed his wound just with her power of of going in there and fixing it from the inside because she can see the inner workings and everything. In the the book, Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael was swimming and he drowned and he was, he was, he was near death and Rowan saved his life with her powers. Unknowingly, you know, she was doing like CPR and like doctor stuff. And that's when she experienced, you know, being able to save somebody with her power. Um, And that's when Michael got his, his power of touching things and seeing its history. Um, oh, wait, like I passed him some kind of power? It, it was never or, or really, awake, well, I mean, I, there, there, power there, that was in him already or whatever. Kind of, sort of. There's a explanation eventually, which I'm not going to say anything now because they might mm-hmm. actually, I, I don't even know if they're going to go that route, which at this point I, I give up trying to figure out anything they're going to do. You know, there's a big difference between changing up a few things to keep the people that have read the book guessing a little bit and changing it mm-hmm. to a point where we don't even recognize what is on the screen. Um, I read a bunch of uh, – I read an article about, you know, about being renewed for season two, um, and most of – like, there was, you know, you know you, like, I don't know if you've seen those articles where, like, they also include people's comments from Twitter and stuff and everything. And yeah. the section where they had comments from people that have read the book, I've all said the same thing that I've been saying, which is I'm glad the show's been renewed, but please fix it. You know, stop trying to change everything. Stop combining characters. Stop changing characters. And just, you know, we, we want to see what was in the book. You know, and it's like every yeah. everybody was saying like the same thing. <laughs> you know, there's nothing yeah. we can do about Cyprian now that they combine two characters. He is what he is, but make us want to root for these people. You know, um, that whole thing yeah. with the Kalamaska coming to, to, to save him was so stupid, and I even understand all that. She like did some kind of ma- spell where, or I don't know what that other Kalamaskan woman did. And then pulled the knife out of – she transferred the wound to herself and pulled the knife. I don't know what all that was. 
because well, my let me my major problem with that AJ. Yeah. My problem with that is that she's like, this is a magical wound, and it's I have to do all this. I'm like, no, Carlotta is not a witch, and she stabbed him. It's not a magical wound. Yes. Like how? Why was it a magical wound? Carlotta, who is not a witch, had either. a knife and stabbed him. Right. Yep. It's a pretty run-of-the-mill stab wound. Why does it require magic? Like, does Carlotta have access to a magic knife that we didn't know about? Like, it, it just to me it made no sense. I don't, is that in the is that in the book? Can you explain that to me? No, it's not. <laughs> like ninety percent. Yeah, eighty percent of what we've watched in the show is not in the book. Yeah, well... So said, they, they've I, basically taken the concept and the names and just started over. Wow. That's, um... Yeah, that... I mean, those are some things that were frustrating. I have, I have other parts of this that were frustrating also. I mean, Lasher... Okay, so, you know, I have a lot of problems with Lasher being this, like, stalkery, rapey kind of a guy. I really did not like the part where he forces... Rowan to dress up in a 1920s dress, which also well, doesn't was, make sense because we have... Go that ahead. was the same dress. That was the same dress that uh, uh, Deirdre wore. Right. And it's older than Deirdre, so probably somebody wore it. I mean, it's from the 20s. Probably somebody yeah. wore it before. It was a little... I mean, it... it that's the kind of thing that we have seen a lot of scary predators do in a lot of movies and shows, right? Where they force women to put on this dress they've selected and dance with them. And that was a very creepy um, kind of a thing to me. Um, and and that whole part where Lasher is like, I can only do what you want. What do you want? Oh, you want cake. That was stupid. Oh, you want cake and this and that. And Rowan's like, I want to leave. He's like, no, you don't. If you want to leave, you could leave, which I don't believe at all. Like, I don't, I think, I think I have to assume that Lasher is a liar. And, and I shouldn't trust what he says to Rowan. Like, he's not, is he really? Well, here's the problem. There are points where, where Rowan's like, I'm in charge. I can open the store and then it opens, right? But go ahead. This is the problem? Yeah, because I don't understand the rules. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But, like, that is the thing. Like, these women are supposed to control Lasher. He does their bidding. The thing with Lasher is supposed to be, though, that he's very seductive and very charming and, you know, kind of uh, um, woos them and they kind of, yeah. like, yeah. He, he's very them. convincing. Convin- yeah, seduces them and convincing and they kind of end up doing his bidding without realizing it and thinking it's their idea. That's not what I'm seeing on this on this TV screen. He's not good at all. He's very transparent and obvious. Yet Rowan keeps doing what he wants. And, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not seeing him being seductive in the least. He's very. He's very brash. So, I mean, part of the problem is I, I just don't find the the actor or this character attractive or seductive. And, and I mean, and it sounds like you don't see him as being really attractive or seductive to Rowan either. 
um, that's missing. Um, and, and the way that he like controls, like when Rowan puts on the dress and then she dances with him and they kiss and he's like, Oh, I can read your mind. You want a cake? Here's a cake. This and that. Like, I just don't see, frankly, a character they've shown Rowan as being very abrasive, very obstinate, very independent minded, very like for her to so easily like be like, this is a woman who like, like, like she's very confident sexually and she, and, and she has like kind of random sex with guys, which is fine. She's very empowered. It doesn't, it doesn't bother her. And for her to like be so easily like seduced by the guy. Yes. Yes. Thank you. AJ. Submissive to this guy in a way that is not, um, it's just not playing out on the screen like that. He's so powerful or that she's so vulnerable. Like, they haven't shown us her vulnerability, I guess. And they haven't really shown his power. And, like, why they would, she would kiss him and seem to maybe like it and that he can so easily play with her mind is a little... Um, and then all of a sudden, like, all that's going on, and all of a sudden she's like, wait, there's Aunt Carlotta floating in the air, floating around. Like, she's being yeah. what? Like, what? also, why is the house no longer on fire? But whatever. Um, Carlotta, I thought oh, yeah. was actually on fire. Wasn't she like on fire almost the last yeah. episode? The whole place was on fire. That's over. Carlotta's hanging around, and and Rowan's like, forget it, you gotta let her go. Um, and I get why Rowan would be like, no, Lasher, you can't kill her, and yet you know she needs to be killed, Carlotta. But if Lasher can do that, why does like again? Why doesn't Lasher just kill Carlotta? Why does he have to go through all of this to get this woman out of the way? It just doesn't, yeah. Because I think it, what they were trying to show it, it empowers him is what I feel like they were trying to go for. Because yeah, he could kill her, but getting Rowan to do it—that's like a big uh, bonus for him. You know what I mean? Like that's the only yeah. thing I can think of. And again, that's it. Just it was all over the place. The rule, the rules seem to be in constant flux. And you know, and I mean, I, I, I basically just got to, I throw the book out the window because it, it doesn't matter what's in the book because they are just doing whatever the hell they want, and it, it's not for the better. You know, like yeah. I said before, I, I don't mind when you change things up to help. Or if you change something and it's good, change. Yeah. This has just been bad. This episode was really, really... And I was looking forward to this episode thinking, okay, they're going to finally find out, you know, that Rowan can heal people too and she doesn't just kill people, you know, that there's a, a, a yin to her yang and that's not yeah. what they did at all. And, and she didn't even get to yeah. save him. Nope. And, I mean, I've complained about this before, but to me, the tone is all, like, I don't know the tone of the book, I haven't read it, but, like, I, I said before that I feel like they got the tone so right in Interview with the Vampire, and that that mm-hmm. New Orleans, that feeling of this very, like, humid and claustrophobic and seductive kind of space, and, like, like I feel like the people that are making interview are really getting that, like, I don't have to say to you why, like, Louis the worst, like, why, well, that's the worst, why does Louis keep coming back to him? Like, like, that whole kind of seductive thing is so obviously there for all the characters. Mm-hmm. And for them to yeah. just, like, get that wrong 
and for it to just look like a set that's supposed to be New Orleans and not like none of the like the feel is so much there in the other show and it's just not here in the show, right? Like like the the environment plays such an important part in why Louis does what he does and acquiesces to Philistat and like I'm just not seeing that environment of why why Rowan would be lulled into a sense of, or why she'd be seduced or why she'd be, you know, like, it's just not I there. Agree. The tone is just all wrong in the show, right? Uh, yep, I completely agree. I, the reviews, I think, are mixed. I don't read a lot of reviews of the show because I don't care about it that much, but I, I see some headlines go by because of the algorithm, right? And I think they're mixed. I think yeah. some people think the show is great. I think some people are like, what is going on with this show? Yeah. Um, and, uh, did we say this, is this renewed? This is renewed, right? Yeah, it's renewed. Yeah, I don't, um, yeah, yeah, like apparently the, uh, this was episode five, so there's three left, so I'm pretty sure, yeah, there's eight. So based on having read the books, do you think they're not going to get through the first book or are there? I don't know. They, they said that the first season was the first book. So it will, it will go to the, it will go through the first book and that'll be it. Yeah. Which, and I got to say, I don't even know how this is going to end because let me put it this way. If it does not end the same way as the first book, I'm going to have a very big problem with that. And, that, and it's going to make the rest of the story very problematic. But that's all I'm going to say. Because I can't yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, all right. Well, because, you know, under the vampire, they did not go through the whole first book in the first no. season. I feel um, like, I, I think one of the biggest problems with this show is I feel like they have spent way too much time on the insanity and Lasher and not enough time getting us to feel like if we don't feel the connect, the chemistry between Rowan and Cyprian, nothing else matters. Mm -hmm. We have to feel that chemistry. Otherwise stuff that stuff that happens later has no consequence. All right. Yeah. Uh, because they're, so, I mean, I, you know, these two people, like, going through the further novels, they're a... Well, the thing is, I mean, they're in love, right? Aren't they? In, they're they're yeah. supposed to be in love. I have not, I have not yeah. seen how or when that happened. Right. But that's what they told us. So it must be true, right? <laughs> and right. You, you and I hate yeah. that. You and I complain about that all the time. It's It's not earned. Yeah. No, it's because you know, how many how many shows have, they're in love. Yeah, how many shows have we watched where we've been like, you know, we're told these two people are in love, and you and I have been like, but why? Because they were because we, they were thrown down our throat, and we're yeah. told they're in love. Yeah. If I don't see it, I don't believe it. I mean, that might be a problem with pacing. Like we like uh, like from what I've seen on the screen, Rowan's known Cyprian and been in his house for like twelve hours. Right, yeah. like she goes to his house, she sleeps over, she gets possessed in a in a funeral, 
she comes, she takes drugs at a funeral, she comes back, she changes her clothes, and, like, that's it, right? She's been, she spent one night in this house, and they're in love. That's what it maybe feels like. We're, maybe it's been a month, and we don't, we didn't see that. Like, did they, they, they clearly fell in love off screen, right? Uh, or they had to, because like, it hasn't been on the screen. Yeah. yeah. And apparently in the book, she falls in love with Michael, like, over a period of time. As yes. people do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they rush that, and it, yeah, to me, I'm like, wait, now they're in love, like, or, like, actually, if I only, if I didn't talk to you about the book and I only watched the show, I would think they weren't in love, but now that Lasher made them have sex, like, 50 times on Groundhog Day, now they think they're, like, he made them think they're in love, so are they in love because he made them think they're in love? Still in love, I don't know. Lasher is not a good. Yeah. All right. We got to stop because I can go on. I'm going to start off yeah, about how Lasher makes no sense as a villain. So we can move on to a much better show. Yeah. Keeping keeping with our trend tonight of bad show, good show, bad show, good show. Okay. That leaves us with The Last of Us. <laughs> yes. The Last of the Shows is The Last of Us. How did you like this week's episode? It was much shorter. This I. Week. I loved it again, though. Absolutely loved it. I mean, yep. you know, we talk about good, you know, we were just talking about a, a bad adaptation, and now it's a good ap- adaptation. Um, so Artie said that, uh, you know, this episode with them, uh, go, you know, getting stuck in this town with all these people that overthrew the government, um, he said that it's a um, – storyline in the in the game like it's a, it's something you have mm-hmm. to get through and everything um but what they've done with the show is they've actually made the people people like in the in the game it's just you know there's a group of people and they don't focus on any one person or whatever it's just you know you have to battle your way through and everything um you just fight you just fight them until them all and get to the next stage of the game basically something like that uh, yeah. But with this, they you know they've they've actually made them characters, um, which you know mm-hmm. I, I like you know that that's that's a change that is beneficial you know it's it's more storyline, um, you know I can get behind that uh, you know um, you know we got Melanie Linsky playing this woman who is is the leader of this group of people who is not in the game um, she's a new character for the show. Right. Yep. And the guy, uh, I forget what he, I forgot. Uh, the, the guy that seems to be her right hand man, I didn't catch his name, but Artie told me Perry. that I he think it's Perry. Perry. Yes, Perry. He is the voice of Tommy in the game. Yeah. Um, and who's who's Tommy? Called? In, Tommy's the brother, right? Tommy's Tommy, the brother, right? Tommy's the brother. Yeah. yeah. Tommy's the brother. Yes, I, I, yes, that was in the um. I, if you watch the after the show little snippet they do on HBO. Oh yeah, I did watch. Yeah, um, he did mention that. They met that. I it wasn't really clear, but that guy said that guy said like being in the game. I'm so psyched that I can be in the show. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what he said. Um. So I did read. I'm not sure where. I think it might have been Eric Kane and Forbes said that in the game they go to Pittsburgh. No, no, no. It was yes. an interview yep. with the creators. In the game, they go to Pittsburgh, but um, the guys who make the show said because they shoot in Calgary, they looked around the U.S. to try to find a, a city that it was easier to be similar 
and they chose Kansas City because they shoot in Calgary. You know, I, I mean, right. I, guess, I don't know about I remember Calgary, but if you don't have rivers, then you can't be, like there's a river in in Pittsburgh. Right? <laughs> can't be so shooting maybe Pittsburgh. That's why. Yeah, there's yeah. three of them there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, I thought it was a good episode. Also, I liked it. It was this week was last week was 75 minutes. This week was 45 minutes. It felt shorter, but they it, all it, it worked right. It worked. It, like the you know, I, I was going to really say good, they they all feel the same length. Yeah, I, they're I all, just they're I get all so over the place. I get so immersed in it that I don't time just doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it didn't feel like it was too short. Like sometimes you watch a show and you're like, "What yeah. happened with that episode? It was so short." It didn't feel like that at all. And 45 minutes is a little yeah. short, but it didn't feel that way. Um, yeah, I really liked it. It was a little bit of a, I mean, it's a little bit of a connector episode. Like the storyline didn't move that much. And you know that next week, it almost feels like it's going to be a two-parter with next week, right? But I think they, if the story didn't move, the relation, the characters, like this is a character development and a character relationship. Definitely. I was was going to say, yeah, I mean, we find out that, um, this is that guy that Ellie shot that it's not the first time she shot somebody. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like you see this, you see the similarities between Ellie and Joel, how they're, you know, he, while he wants to try and think of her as nothing more than cargo, um, you know, the more we That's get to know mean. these characters and see them, they're they're kind of cut from the same cloth. They're both very, uh, they've, they both overcome shit very quickly and move on. Yeah. I mean, what's maybe pay- you have to in, in that kind of new world they live in, like right. maybe you don't have the luxury of like, you know, holding that grudge or being offended or, I mean, it's funny because, you know, Ellie's a kid and, and there's a lot in this episode about Joel feeling like, oh, you're a kid. You shouldn't have to, I mean, Ellie shot someone for the first time, or he thought the first time, and he, he apologizes many times and says, you shouldn't have to. Um, and she doesn't really, I mean, she does, it, it probably affects her more than she lets on, right? I mean, she does cry a little bit at first. Um, but she moves on really quickly, and I think it's not just because she has has shot, killed or shot someone before. I think she... Maybe when you grow up in federal school, like, you know that you're going to have to kill people or people die or whatever, right? Like, who knows how many people they know who have died, right? The, the QZ is not exactly like I – mean, it's not like Alexandria. Like, in The Walking Dead, Alexandria, when Rick ran it, and the Hilltop, they were, like, these total, like, um, safety zones. They were, like, these beautiful uh, – the word I'm looking for is not uh, – they were sanctuaries, right? And and even the Commonwealth, to some extent, is a sanctuary. And in the last of us, the QZ is not really like what we've seen. Like life was really hard and brutal. Like you live under a military dictatorship, and there's a lot of deprivation. There's not, they're not like eating ice cream cones like Eugene in in Commonwealth. <laughs> right. I tell you one thing. Um, and so I really love about this. Maybe, oh, sorry. I thought you were done. No, but so so this kid maybe like. You know, she's only a 14-year-old kid, but she's maybe grown up a lot harder than, like, going to the QZ is not as easy as, like, Judith's upbringing in, like, in Alexandria. 
what I'm saying. Right. Um, I was going to say is I, one thing I love about this, I love the 30-year time jump from the initial outbreak because yeah. Ellie's a teenager, and, you know, it, it was this episode really got me, like, realizing, holy shit, she really has no idea about anything, you know? It's like she has no reference to anything like she grew up like she was born into this so she doesn't know anything about anything that came before yeah you know and and, you know who knows if uh the walking dead but you know even like you said judas and the walking dead she might have been born into the zombie apocalypse but they had a community by that time Mm -hmm. you know by the point where she would start making memories there was a community and people to well, teach you things. Yep. And it, I, it does I, I, seem I, that yeah. even being in the QZ, there's no community. Like, Ellie is an right. orphan, right? She's an orphan, and she was stuck in this Fedra school and lived there, but, like, nobody really has a – I mean, so Joel has a sense of family and who's in his family, which included Tess, which does not include Ellie, well, he's not yet. But yeah. there's not a there's not that kind of beautiful like village raising like Jude's was raised by like a whole community of adults, right? Ellie's really been on her own. Yeah. As far as we can tell, as far as we know. But yeah, oh my god, and I guess the joke book is in the game too. Oh yeah. Which was which, I really enjoyed the joke book, and I gotta say it, the, that last stupid joke kind of got me for a minute there, <laughs> when she says. Did you know diarrhea is hereditary? And I was like, what? And then she's like, yeah, it runs in your genes. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't, like, see that coming. She's got all the worst jokes. And she thinks they're yeah, hilarious. Like that was, them. Yeah. That was, uh, that, I, that was some good stuff right there. I love, like, I feel like that reminds us how young she is. I mean, Bella Ramsey, yeah. she looks young. she's 19 in real life. She she looks young. She looks 14. Yeah. And I think that we think 14-year-olds are kind of more sophisticated. I mean, you've got, what, a, are you like 16 now? 16. Um, yeah. Uh, but you've had tweens in your house. You know, you've got another, I mean, the same is only like nine, nine. I think. But, yeah. um, you know, you've got, like, I think that joke book kind of really shows, like, I love those jokes because it really shows how she still got. She's still very young, right? It shows that, like, yeah. like, that, like a kid thinks those jokes are hilarious. My nephew is is thirteen, and I could totally see him like telling those kind of jokes and thinking they're hilarious. In between, like being like all into playing like what what is that? Whatever, whatever, you know, God of War and watching whatever and being you know, kids are more sophisticated nowadays. But like, I love that that joke book sort of. Well, and of course she's going to think it's hilarious too, because I can't imagine there being a lot of joke books in the, uh, yeah. <laughs> however she got that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she hasn't exactly had a happy go lucky, funny, haha life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um and, and the end of the episode there, we, we got the, 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 the kid and the, I'm assuming father, um, hold, holding a gun on them, 
And I gotta believe oh, yeah. that's Henry and the kid that they're that they're all looking for. Um, yeah. And, but my first thought was so much for crunchy crunch and waking up. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but either one of them up. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess that's all he had to sort of like. Maybe they should have put some furniture against the there. And also, how did those people find them? We'll find that next week, I guess. You'd think on the 33rd floor you'd be kind of safe. But yeah. They were but you know what's of- funny, actually? Uh, when he was doing that, I'm thinking – I said I actually said, I was like, I was like, all those buildings, they're just going to accidentally pick the right floor. To, I was like, I was like they have nothing to worry about. And then at the end of the episode, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, I was a little worried, like, they were showing the um, the flashlights, and I was like, oh, are they going to see your flashlight and know you're up there? But there's no way, like, I could see a flash of light and be like, oh, they're definitely on the 33rd floor, right? Like, how would you yeah. even, right? Um, I do yeah. think we're going to see, I, I do think we're going to see Ellie get the better than with a gun. There was there was that pointed scene where where Joel says, put the gun in your pack, don't put it in your pocket, put it in your pack, you're going to shoot your ass off. And then they show yeah. her putting it in her pocket anyway. Like, she's got a gun in her pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like I said, I, yeah, right when she did that, I said the same thing. I was like, this doesn't end well. Yeah. Um, one of the things I really love, we haven't, um, you talk about the road trip. I want to, I just, I mean, we love the – they're spending so much money on this, and the show looks so good, right? Um, I read in the New Yorker – I just read this article in the New Yorker today. Um, reportedly, HBO spent $100 million on the first season, over $100 million in the first season. And it really shows. Um, but one of the things I love is, like, you see these incredible landscapes, and, and uh, I love the train that was crashing off the track that Ellie saw in the distance. And I love how yeah. all, everything has moss growing over it. But I really love Bella Ramsey when, like, every time they show Ellie looking out the window, like, this kid who has never been outside the QZ ever, right? Um, and I and I just, like, just I just love, I mean, Bella Ramsey's an awesome actress. We love her, right? Um, but I just love those scenes where every scene where Ellie is, like, experiencing life really for the first time in a lot of ways, right? Life, yeah, and that's exactly what seeing a whole new everything. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was getting at with the thirty-year time jump and her being, you mm-hmm. know, her growing up in it. Yeah, but never getting out. I mean, it does. It looks great, right? I mean, it looks every um, yeah, every penny you can see. Um, I read maybe it might have been in the Hollywood Reporter or it might have been in the New Yorker that I was reading about this show. And they talked about the amount of money they've spent on making it. Um, it was in Vulture. It might have been actually Vulture that talked about um, some of the, the main set pieces that you see in the show. Like, remember last week or, no, two weeks ago, remember when they first were trying to get out of Boston and they went into that destroyed hotel and there was like all this water and they had to like walk through water that was waist deep or whatever. Yeah. Um, to get through the lobby. And that was an amazing set to work on. Right. And this article that I think was in Vulture commented like in the walking dead, they had to spend five weeks in that set to justify the money to build it. But on HBO, you just throw money at it and it's only like a five yeah. minute scene and it's fine to throw that money at it and move along. Like the, the amount of money, that they're throwing at it isn't just 
beautiful said, it kind of frees you from having to be stuck there. I hadn't really ever thought of that until I read it in this article. Yeah. And it was, uh, uh, I mean, it's not the truth. It's, it's one critic's opinion for the truth, but the idea that the amount of money that HBO can invest in its prestige shows allows them to move narratively in a different way. Yeah. Um, I've also seen, AJ, many, you watch Station Eleven, right? No. You didn't watch Station Eleven? Wow. So. No, I think Jamie does. I watched it. It was only one season. It was this post-apocalyptic. It's based on a on a very slim. It's really almost a novella, not a novel. It's a pretty slim novel um, that it's based on. It was on HBO last year, two years ago. It's about a devastating clue that pretty wipes out humanity, and it's it's about a a guy who gets stuck with a young girl, and how they move through the landscape after everybody's wiped out. It it's very so there's no zombie. It's just everybody's dead. There's no zombies. There's no nothing. Just everybody's dead, and how do you go on, right? And I've seen a, multiple critics refer to the show having a lot in common with Station Eleven more than The Walking Dead, um, mm-hmm. in that it was focused more on how you move forward. And um, I, I thought of that because there were no zombies in this week's episode. There were zero zombies, right? No, yeah. no fungus at all. We didn't even see one iota of fungus in this episode at all. Which probably pissed some people off. But, yeah. you know, we're, you know, it gets to that thing of, like, who's more dangerous, the, the zombies or the people? This week it's people. Well, this that week was it's always. Wow, she's hard. That was always, yeah. I didn't really like her character. How'd you like her? I mean, Ham already like her because she's not in the uh, in the in the game. I mean, how did you guys? You're not supposed to guys... like her. She, you're not supposed to like her. Like, okay. I understand her. I understand her plight. Um, but making the assumption that if somebody's driving through town is automatically they're like, oh, they took out our three of our best guys. They must be mercenaries. It's a, it's a guy and a kid, you know, like yeah, yeah, which, which could be helpful because they're they're looking for somebody that actually knows what they're doing and not somebody that got lucky. Um, I was so pissed when they crashed the truck. I was like, God damn it! They just lost all their supplies. I was like, Well, I guess it doesn't matter that that I was because I was pissed off last week that they, they didn't load up the whole truck with more stuff, and now yeah. it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. I remember that last week being like, why didn't you fill it up more? But driving through the city is idiotic, right? Like, who would do that? Joel would know better than to do that. Um, that that was an error, I think, on well, Joel's part. Like, why would you not go I mean, around? Everybody knows to avoid the city. Well, that's what he was trying to do. He was, he was trying to go around. He was trying to go because it was blocked off. He was trying to go around and find another way back onto the highway, Um you know, because I mean, town. You know, multi- towns usually have multiple on off ramps to get on the on and off the highway. Yeah. So he was looking for he, another one to get on, and, he, he and she wasn't a very good downtown. navigator. Yeah, and she wasn't a very well, good navigator. <laughs> she says to him, "It's my second day in a fucking car." <laughs> she doesn't know how to read a map or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Federal school doesn't teach useful skills. Um, 
Yeah, so the, the, the Catherine, Kathleen, whatever her name is, the Melanie character, yeah, I, I mean, you're right, you're not supposed to like her. Um, but I didn't like that. So she's not a good leader, I think. I mean, she's very angry, um, which is not a good trait in a leader, right? Like, she, she killed their doctor. Like, never kill the doctor. It's funny because we always talk about how doctors, not always, but we have talked yeah. about how doctors have plot armor, and doctors never get killed because they're the doctor, and you need them. Well, that's not she true. The... Doctors can get killed. Doctors can die when you find another doctor. Right. As soon as they train another doctor, then they're done. Um, but she, I mean, she's obviously angry to the point of making bad decisions. Like, her, she's one of those leaders whose anger is going to probably be her downfall eventually. Like, is Joel going to kill her? I don't know. But she's obviously, like, not great for the people. Look, I'd be pissed, too, if I had to live in a QZ for all those years. But um, right. and, and she appears to be hell-bent on catching. Yeah, as we watch that, as we watch that episode unfold, and she's like, I got to find, you know, Henry. And, like, at first I was like, who is this guy, Henry, that she's mad about? Why is she trying to find him? Is he her ex-husband? Is he taking her kid? Blah, blah, You know, it turns out that she believes that Henry betrayed her. Her brother was killed because of what this guy, Henry, told the, the Pedro or whatever. Um, and she's she's got a revenge thing going on with him, I guess, right? That's how I understood it. She's like out for yeah. kind of. I mean, she's she's like, oh, he's a threat, but really, she's just kind of pissed, right? Um, yeah. I'm interested to see how she became the leader because, you know, Melanie Linsky. We've seen her in a lot of stuff, and she just like her personality and, and her, I don't know, for her to be like this hardcore leader of the rebellion is going to be interesting, I think. But she's not, I guess you say I'm not supposed to like her and I agree with you, but I guess what I mean is I didn't like the way they put her together in this episode, but that'll probably play out better next week. Yeah. Maybe. I, mean, I haven't this, had a bad I have episode a lot of yet, so I'm sure it'll great. work out. Yeah, no. And um, by the way, you might have read this, that the show um, is getting more and more viewers every week. Um, unlike House of the Dragon, which began to decline after a few weeks, this show was up 17%, I think, again this week. Week after week after week, it's getting more and more viewers. It's great, although it's already what? renewed, so who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And um, you heard that it's dropping early on streaming this week? Yes, I was going to mention that, too, and I forgot. Yeah. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Yep, it'll be out fr- Friday because of the Super Bowl. Yeah. I probably won't watch it until later anyway. Yeah, I'll probably watch, watch it Friday. Early. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it's, um, this is the first show I've watched live and I don't know how long, like it drops in what nine o'clock. We, we're watching it by nine Oh four every night. Oh, every, really? Every you guys are. Yeah. 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 Who's watching it. Just you and Artie or you watch is Alyssa and, and Damon. Uh, me, Artie, me, Artie and Junie. You Artie and Junie are watching it together. Um, yeah. I don't watch it live because I don't have HBO live on my cable 
um, package I watch? We on only HBO? have it. We well, we watch it on HBO Max, but it drops at the same time on HBO Max as it does on regular HBO. Oh yeah, and actually, it's dropping on HBO Max early. It's coming on streaming early this week, not on the yeah. linear, not on regular HBO. Yeah, so in order to watch it, you yeah. watch it early. Maybe I will watch it because here's yeah. the thing: we don't want to get spoiled, right? Well, that and it's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is like it's been a while since I've been like it's. it's, I'll be honest, you know, even some of the shows that we talk about that I that we've enjoyed, I haven't. It's been a long time since I've had that. Oh my god, I can't wait till the next episode feeling. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like I told you that we're watching Lost, and it's so much. You know, it's like things will happen, and I'll be like, oh, like like the last. uh, episode we watched uh, a couple days ago was solitary when you first hear the whispers and you meet Danielle Rousseau and everything. And I was like, you know, when he grabbed the maps, I was like, we spent a week playing with those Wait. maps online on the web, on the web base. Yep. And then, the, and then the whispers, I was like, we played those audio files 500 times trying to decipher them. <laughs> uh, which was awesome. I, was like, I don't, miss that in a lot of ways, I like, right? I was like, you don't under, I was like, you guys don't understand the pain and love of this show. <laughs> <laughs> what it meant to watch a you know, linear show I, I think, back in the I, day, yeah. then, and, but, but then tonight we watched um, Raised by Another, and uh, at the end, um, when, when Ethan shows up on the screen, I was like, we talked to him. I was like, that's Tom Cruise's cousin. And yep. I think we talked to him, and then you know during solitary, I was like, I talked to Nadia three times. Yep, regular guest, almost a regular guest, multiple time guest. I was, and I was telling yeah, her how much how I enjoyed how much I how much I enjoyed the last time she was on with us because she'd just gotten out, come back from dinner with her parents and she was a little tipsy. That night was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Mm. So, all right. Well, so um, I guess that's it this week, huh? Yes, it is. All right. So next week we're back with same four shows. Same four. Yep. Nothing and hopefully new we'll have a, week, I don't ho- think. Ho- hopefully, hopefully we'll be less complaining about the arc and uh, Mayfair. Yeah, hopefully they will improve themselves. Actually, I got to say. This 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 week, I actually enjoyed the arc more than Mayfair. <laughs> well, at least the arc was something new, and you had a little hope for it yeah. in the beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Anyway. All right. Thank All you, right. everybody, for listening. Karen, you, you have a great week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. You too. Uh, su- uh, yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl will be before we yeah. talk again. Yeah, enjoy the Super uh, Bowl. I'd like to say <laughs> um, go Eagles. I would not. No? Say ghost oh. Kansas City because I hate the I hate well I'm a Giants fan I hate the Eagles. <laughs> well, and so being a Ravens fan, I cannot possibly root for Kansas City. So, there we go. There you go. We're on opposite sides only because of our home teams. So it would have been right. it would have been even worse if it would have been even worse if Cincinnati was in it, huh? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so all right, have a good week. Talk to you next week. You Tuesday. too. All right. Thank Bye. you, everybody listening. That is our show. Have a great week. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. 
stick a fork in us because we are done. <laughs>